Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Flash. I'm your host, Eva, and I'm joined here today by Lara. Lara, how are you? Hi, I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. How's it going? Good. Okay. I've been meaning to ask you this, but I haven't. Have you watched Billions? I have not, but you're like the fifth person this week to ask me that. Why? Is it because of your name? Um, no, just because it's a good show. Is oh, there someone yeah, named Lara? No, it's good. Yes. Um, Is it Lara or it's Lara? Lara, not wow, Lara. Okay. That's why, because it's the only other Lara I know. And I mean, she doesn't like exist in real totally, life. Totally. Yeah. <laughs> but we know her. But I know her. Yeah. I know a lot you know her. her. Yeah. She knows you too. <laughs> <laughs> this reminds me. Um, the other day I was talking to Ozzy, my boyfriend for new listeners. And I was like, oh my God, we were just talking about this, like blah, blah, blah. And then I was like, <clears throat> by we were just talking about this. I mean, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how I feel with you. I've listened to Blush and I like know things about you and I can't remember if it's because you told me in person or if it's because I know it from your podcast. I'm like, oh, disregard. You never told me that. It's because I listened to you on the subway and tell me that. And I told you that um, Ozzy had listened to seven episodes were out at the time before. Our Wait, first date. you did not tell me that. I am he shocked by this information. It. Wow. Before our first date. And including there was an episode where I talked about... Um, putting a clove of garlic in my vagina. <laughs> I think I heard that one. <laughs> he listened to that one and he shows up on our date and he's like, that was oh, so funny. my <laughs> gosh, that is hilarious. Did you tell him the name of the podcast or he looked you up and it's... Yeah. Okay. No, he knew it because um, I told this whole story on a recent episode, so I won't get into okay. the yeah. details of it, but we had matched a long time before we ever went out and he would kind of text me all the time and like it would just would go nowhere. He was like never in town when he'd message me and I was like, this is weird. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Um, <laughs> and then when the podcast came out, I just sent a link of it to everyone I'd been texting, mm. including him. Wow. So that yeah, is so, like I had sent him the link. It wasn't like he like creeped on me and found it. I of course. sent him the link. And then when we were actually finally going to go out, he's like, oh, wait, I should listen to her podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Did you expect him to have listened to seven episodes? No. Okay. That's impressive. Go Ozzy. No, I yeah. also didn't see, like, it's like, <sighs> so weird to be on a date with someone and you're like, wow, he's like really cute and really nice. And like, I really hope he likes me. And he's like, so you put garlic <laughs> in your vagina. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Did he mention that on the first day that he knew no, that? No, it was like in the wow. first five minutes. He was like. Talk so about I an icebreaker. <laughs> I was like, oh, good. Let's give the so small happy. talk here. Talk get right to the details. Yeah. <laughs> Like this horrifying story too about how it was like stuck and I couldn't Wait, get it yeah, out. Yeah, I'm gonna and need like, to listen to that episode. It was a bad experience, net net overall. Yeah, well, I, I so for anyone who's already heard this like more than once, yes. I'm so sorry, but we're gonna talk <laughs> about it again. So I've been feeling like my vagina was like maybe a little yeasty, and I had read mm -hmm. online. The, like one of the home remedies is like put a clove of garlic in there it'll kill the yeast okay and then like whatever no one really gets into the details of what happens mm -hmm. when you're done <laughs> it's like just pop it in there leave it in overnight and then no one goes <gasps> overnight. into what happens the next day wow okay <laughs> so i put it in <sighs> 
And the next day I'm like, excellent. Like I feel like a homeopathic, like home remedy queen. I'm okay. going to go ahead and take it out. And I go to take it out and I like can't get it out. <laughs> okay. Must save this for the pot. Must listen to this episode. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want to make you relive this experience again. I mean, I it's like a 20 minute spiel that okay. I go into its beginning of episode seven. But like, yeah. Really, and this was also like the first summer of COVID. Like uh, it's not like we're like in lockdown. Like you can't like, I like, I mean, it, it was in for like almost 24 hours. <laughs> like I could not get it out. I tried, I mean, I was like going crazy. Like I was jumping up and down. Oh, I was like shoving coconut oil up there, hoping it would like just slip out. <laughs> okay. I have a million questions, but I will table them. If you're listening to this and you haven't listened to this episode, let's listen to it together, shall we? It's out of control. <clears throat> but like, I just, in the back of my mind was like, A, in no universe would I want to go to a doctor and be like, I have garlic stuck inside. My yeah, vagina. that's an awkward doctor nope. convo. Yeah, nope. yeah. And then on top of that, it's COVID. I can't like. There's like literally people dying of an uncontrolled <laughs> virus, and they're like, "This is the time that you chose to put vegetables inside your vagina." I mean, like we are dying over <gasps> oh here. Oh my Like flooded with real. Wait, problems. that's so funny. That reminds me. So I've never known my birth time. Mm-hmm. I have my birth certificate. I was born at NYU in New York. And I was bored during the pandemic. I'm like, what a great time to try and figure out my like entire identity mm-hmm. now. Then now, yeah, like, yeah. I want to read my chart. I want to know if I'm a manifester. All the what's that yeah, called? The, the human, human design. design. Yes. And I'm like talking to my mom about it. I'm like, I'm gonna call the hospital. And she's like, during a global <laughs> pandemic, are you are you okay? Like, they're saving lives. This is like quite literally the worst time to just casually be like. Hey, do you, <laughs> just curious what my sun sign is or moon sign. <laughs> anyway, I'm sure doctors did you do it? it all. I waited until an appropriate time, and then I actually did it online. So, fun fact: if you don't know what time you were born and you're in New York, you can order a detailed birth certificate for fifteen dollars. Oh, yeah, oh, awesome. you too can know your sign without bothering the doctors of New York City. Have you seen that meme? That's like a man texting his like, mom. Run from her. It was, yeah. It was yeah. Like, mom, what's my birth time? And he's, she's like, no. Nope, she's bad. Stop run. Get away from her. her. Yeah. It's <laughs> definitely me on like no, every first Literally date. like yeah. every single day. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> I, the other day was in my <sighs> astrology, um, like astro.com. Like I have like an account. Oh. And I have like 40 different profiles <laughs> up there. And like, Oh, like, 25 of them are men I've been on like wow. one plus to try and get with. a match to see if like you're a match just like I think it just would come up kind of naturally yeah and I don't know I was really obsessed with finding a Pisces for a long time I was like I, I am kind of obsessed with finding a Pisces right now it's didn't you say that one guy you went out with as a Pisces I, it stuck out in my head I was maybe like, maybe a cancer I'm also uh, obsessed with a cancer so yeah, it could be it's yeah. the best match I'm a Scorpio it's like oh like Pisces is my number one uh-huh. and then uh cancer is my number two and I was like I will like burn alive any Sagittarius yeah oh Literally same. Is and it a good match I'm for Taurus? You're a Taurus. Okay. Yeah. Is it a good match for Taurus, Pisces, and Cancer? Mm, so there are water signs. Um, the reason specifically right. for me, and I think this really goes back to my own insecurities. Okay, Pisces, I will say part of it is because my north node is in Pisces. So mm, okay. it wasn't like completely out of the blue. Yeah. But it's because water signs tend to be a little more emotional. And I was mm-hmm. like, I want like emotional clingy guy. Yeah. I don't have to worry. Like the reason I was so hell bent uh-huh. on no sages is because they're so like independent and they're a little like yes. not great with commitment. Oh my gosh, like, yes. I don't want to deal with that shit. I want a guy who's like overly committed to me and that's I can be like the free <laughs> yeah. one. <laughs> I want to be the floaty one. Yeah, exactly. yes. I want him to be sitting totally. Home Although I'm because... a I'm a Scorpio, so I don't think I'm ever the floaty one. I think I've just come to terms with that. Yeah, but Scorpio is different. Scorpio has its own. thing. It's its own thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We can get into that another time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So anyway, what else is up? What have you been up to? What have I been up to? Um, 
what have I been up to? I am going to LA in a few weeks, which will be exciting. Oh, fun. I rent an Airbnb in Santa Monica for all you LA listeners. Um, I'm trying to see if I could do the bi-coastal lifestyle. So I'm, mm-hmm. I live in Brooklyn in Cobble Hill. And I just have such a love-hate relationship with New York, as I'm sure a lot of New Yorkers do. Mm-hmm. I've considered leaving like 8 million times. Right. Um, have you ever? Or Some people aren't, honestly. Well, I haven't been here that long. In That's all true. So I've yeah. only been here like three years. Yeah. But I definitely do want to do the six months Australia, six months here. Ooh, that's, that's an even cooler goal. split. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going across the country. You're going across the world. Potentially, yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Um, so yeah, I've been preparing for that. I'm super excited. Um, I've been on a few dates recently, which maybe we'll get into at some mm-hmm. point. I'm single, so I'm dating a ton. Um, so yeah, that's pretty much it for me right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about um, you? Um, you know, life. Whatever. Yeah. I got a um a buckle massage today. Do you know what that is? No, a buckle <laughs> massage. Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I think I'm pronouncing that right because I've listened to other people say it. Otherwise okay. I would have no idea. Can I ask how, how it's it. spelled? Yes, it's B U C C A L. Oh, maybe bukal or no? Well, I first said bukal, but then I've heard other that, people say bukal. Okay. So is that like, like, like unnecessarily fancy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, I want a bukal massage. Yeah. And they're like, a just like, honey, massage? it's just buckle. <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Buckle. No, no need to put this like nice little twist on. I grew up in Europe. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, I'm so European. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just too fancy. Yeah. What can I say? <laughs> sorry about it. Um, can you tell what is that? Okay, so your, your skin looks great, area, by the way. Thank you. <laughs> your buckle area is like kind of like um like under the cheekbones and kind of like the lap liney area, that ah. kind of fleshy area, you know? Yep. Um I know it well. <laughs> <laughs> Very aware of my buckle area. So in a buckle massage, they do a full face massage. They'll massage your entire face, but what's unique about this is they'll put on gloves and put hands in your mouth. And massage like so it's Whoa. like hands like inside and outside massaging <gasps> okay. everything. Like they'll go up here, they'll massage everything, they'll go down, like it's just all like, hands like outward and, and inward mouth. Yes. Okay. And how did that feel? I just it's got awesome. chills thinking about that. <laughs> so cool. Was it awesome or was it strange or was it all of the above? Well, it wasn't my first time doing it, but I really like this girl, so I'm gonna keep seeing her. Um it's it's like really cool like it's I don't know it's I like having things in my mouth and I recognize how that sounds <laughs> you heard it here first everybody oh god one time I was at the dentist many many years ago oh you even like the dentist no okay okay um well now I like it because I have impeccable dental hygiene so when I go for cleanings it's really just like 25 minutes of them being like, oh my God, I've never seen someone with such good dental hygiene. You go to the dentist for like self-esteem now. That's incredible. walk out of it feeling so good about myself. They're like, you really don't need to come this often. I was like, no, she does. It's cheaper than therapy. That's incredible. No one gets their confidence from the dentist but you. (laughs) This was many years ago. We were talking night guard. Uh And I was like, oh, I want like this really like there's like different types. So it's like, oh, I want the small one that only goes on your front teeth. And yeah. he's like, actually, I prefer you to have the whole mouth one. And he's like, why did you say that though? Is it like, do you think like you'll have a problem with the full mouth one? And then I was like, oh no. Um, and the sentence I was gonna say out loud, but I didn't was, oh no, I tend to be fine with having things in my mouth. <laughs> but as I was saying it, I recognized how it sounded. Yeah. So I said, I tend to be fine with, and that moment is when it clicked that like I, what I was going to say, it like sounds a lot like I love giving blowjobs, which is not what I intended right. to say at the dentist's right. office. And so I stopped myself. And in that moment, I'm like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? I have said the words I tend to be fine with, and I've just stopped talking. <laughs> so, Mouth guard spirit. And like, He's looking at me. The dental, like the <sighs> assistant is looking at me and I'm like, he does say something, say anything, say literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> and we're all sitting there silently. And I was like, 
maybe like they'll just like forget <laughs> that I was talking, but they don't. They're like literally fixated on me, waiting for me to finish my sentence. And it's like, like what feels like minutes has gone by. Yeah. It's probably been like 10 to 20 seconds, but it's it's like fucking weird. I said, I tend to be fine with yeah. and just stop talking. And so finally I go, things. <laughs> things of various nature <laughs> like that is it that was the end of my sentence and they were like <laughs> I mean I don't think that's true probably You're the like, vaguest sentence <laughs> <laughs> like we have to give you a lot of nitrous just to do like normal things to you yeah I'm good with all <laughs> of the things in life <laughs> they're like okay <laughs> that's incredible Incredible. Big fan of things. Love things. I usually tend to be okay with things. That's such an underrated thing that you just said where you just hope someone forgets that you were talking, right. that people don't say. Like, I didn't know anyone else felt that way where it's like, maybe these people. <laughs> I feel like it just happened to me at work, like in the middle of a meeting. I just realized something wasn't going my way. And I almost just considered like pausing and being like, you know what? Let's just <laughs> let's pivot or just like literally start talking about something else. But I'm like, how perceptive are other people to the fact that I'm doing that? Or does people just go with it if you seem really confident in the fact that you're just going to change or drop subjects entirely? Okay. I will say I have a lot to say on this. A, the reason I thought that like they wouldn't even notice is because I have it in my head that people aren't like really, really listening most yeah. of the time. Like people right. are just kind of waiting for their turn to talk. Exactly. Like, more often than not, it's an unfortunate truth. I completely but it agree. Is often mm-hmm. true. But I, but I, I mean, depending on the scenario, that isn't true. Like my dentist, who I pay a lot of money to, was definitely waiting to hear what I was going to say <laughs> because like this he's providing job. a service and he wants to know what I'm okay Great with. Great point. Major caveat, yeah. if they're serving your dental hygiene, they're interested in yeah. what you are saying. Like if you're paying them a <sighs> lot of money and it, the dentist is like fucking expensive. Yeah. Great point. probably listening. He better be hanging on yeah. your every word. Yeah. <laughs> but then... <sighs> I will say no matter what you do confidently, people will roll with. And I think a good example of this is one of my favorite stories when we met for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) So Lara and I are out and um, I realized when we're about to get the check that I just didn't have my credit card. (laughs) Other people think this is as funny. I think so. Literally one of the funniest things. I hope so. You'll let us know, but it was pretty So I'm like, hey, I don't have my credit card. Do you mind? Again, it's our first time meeting. I was like, can you um, pick up the tab and I'll Venmo you? And she's like, yeah, sure. So she puts her credit card down. They take it. They bring it back. And I just grab it because I wanted to, I didn't know how much I owed her. So I just grab it to see how much I owed her. I take the credit card off. I grab the pen because it's in the way. I grab the pen because it's in the way. And I'm flipping the receipt to the itemized portion to see how much I owe her. And she goes, oh, yeah, sure. Do you want to just like put down like how much you think I should do inside and for like a solid 15 seconds i watched Eva. i was like okay this is sort of a stranger um appreciate the ballsy move to put a tip on my credit card and i totally rationalized i think it's because you had mentioned you're very good at math and i had said earlier like within the first like 10 minutes of me like i'm really bad at math so i was like she's really taking charge here okay i'm not gonna question this like, I love picturing like me hanging out with people and every time the check comes, I'm like, nah, I'm gonna do the tip. I got this guys on your card. I got it. I'm like, I... basically a stranger, but I'm gonna go ahead and decide. It was so funny. And then when we clarified, she's like, oh wait, 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 I am not too big. I was like, thank goodness. <laughs> what a weird thing to do, but like you really were like okay I mean like like I guess like in your mind you're like what is she's that? acting yeah. like it's so normal oh, wow what Maybe does that say about me normal. that I was like totally <laughs> trusting of you I was like yeah okay 
Take it. Take the card. I think it just goes to show if you do something confidently enough, right? So bring it back full circle. That is beautiful. I agree. If you act like you are in charge, people will believe you. Because, like, I'm sure you were like, this is such a strange thing to do, but she's acting like it's so normal. I was like, like, this is a minor red flag. Yeah, this is definitely minorly concerning. Wow, that was great. I'm glad we clarified that you were not, in fact, tipping on my credit card. I mean, in all fairness, I did grab the pen and hold it as though I was going to write, but yeah. it's just because it was in the way. It was and a, I, it I was didn't a know what to do move. with it, so I was just holding it as though I was going to write. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, no, please. So I'm not doing that. I just want to see how much I know. I'm not actually like super, super weird. That's a real roller coaster of emotions for me. Yep. <laughs> but great point. If you act like you own the room and you know what you're doing, people believe yeah, you. Yeah, it just follow suit. Like it's if so I just true. Like yeah, I'm gonna tip. I think you'd have been like, cool. Yeah, like you're good at math. Weird, but yeah. okay. Yeah. Like- <laughs> you said you're good at math, so <laughs> maybe people do this, and I just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like I just that's literally what I it. thought. Like it's been a while since I like made a new friend. Yeah. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe this maybe is this is the made. etiquette. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that was a good one. <laughs> um, yeah, okay, where do oh buckle massage. Yeah, buckle so, massage. Um, yeah, it, it really relieves tension. It's really good for lymphatic drainage. Oh, okay. I've heard a lot about lymphatic massages. I've never gotten mm. one myself, but I'm dying to. Have you ever gotten one before? Many, many times. Okay. I know the best person in New Oh my York. gosh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Gonna get that info later. <laughs> yeah, no, it's really nice. Does and it it's just really deep puff, deep bloat? Yes. Okay. And it's also, I mean, our lymphatic system is very closely tied to our um, immune system. Mm. So lymphatic drainage is just good for your overall health. Okay. Didn't know that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So yeah. It is. And it it really does. It does depuff you because it all kind of comes out in your pee. Really? Yeah. So like the lymphatic drainage massage just helps move things towards the lymph nodes. Okay. And then the lymph nodes process and it all comes out in your pee. Wow. You teach me so much. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Okay. I want to move on to something that you asked me about that I didn't really answer because I was like, I'll just talk about it on the podcast because the answer is so cringy mm-hmm. and in fact I caught myself nearly lying but I was like ah, I should tell the truth okay so I have red receipts on so also you say red receipts I not s- read receipts I do you say s- yes read receipts? I cannot I heard someone say this on a podcast the other day and I literally <laughs> I like don't read <gasps> podcast re- reviews I went and left a three-star <laughs> review and I was like it is red receipts. You're kidding like the me. color no. red. <laughs> As Wait, in, was I this? read your message. Was one of them like proven to be the right one? We also don't need to harp on this, but I think one of them was proven to be like grammatically correct. Well, it's got to be red because it's <laughs> I read your message. Or I can read your message. Okay, but like. I literally read it. So. <laughs> oh, past tense. Yeah, like it's it's telling Who's to you say that it I should read be it. okay. Okay, that is actually a sound <laughs> argument. Case closed, ladies and gents. Like it's not proving that I have the capability of reading. Right, but it's like showing you that I read it. The past tense argument. I actually haven't heard that one. Okay, <laughs> carry on. Carry on. <laughs> but I have, I'm telling you, I like, recently heard people say this and I was like, were these people raised in a forest? <laughs> like, what's going on? I read it your message. Yeah. <laughs> okay, fine. Okay. Continue. So I have red receipts on and Lara was like, hey, do you know that you have red receipts on? <laughs> You're not the first person to be like, is this okay. girl crazy? Like, what's going on? Like, yeah. you should help her out. It is on purpose. And I've told a lot of lies throughout the years of why I've done this. Um, one that I particularly like because it's so untrue is, um, oh, I'm just like super busy and um, I don't always have time to respond to texts. So I just like to have red receipts on so people know that I read their message. 
And so, like, maybe I just didn't get a chance to reply. Mm -hmm. Untrue. It's literally untrue. (laughs) Um, Although I'm not always the best with responding. That part is true, but, like, no, that's not it. Okay. It's because a few years ago, I was starting to date, again, after, like, many years of celibacy. And I was listening to a podcast that um, was kind of, like, about dating and sex and stuff. And there was a lot of kind of, like, game playing type of advice on the podcast um which is going to bring us to something else um, to like dating app profiles that i want to touch on also Mm -hmm. and they had said someone on the podcast one of the hosts of the podcast had said and i should by the way say that podcast is one of the reasons why i started this podcast because i remember really enjoying listening to it and thinking was entertaining but then being like this is really bad for my mental health like i don't need advice on how to play games like i need advice on how to not play games i (laughs) am so with you this is why i love your podcast so much yes i will get we'll get to that so this girl had said that she has read receipts on her phone and um, she basically would like give a lot of advice on how to like fuck with the male mind, right? It was like a very like mm-hmm. heteronormative podcast. Of, like, I've listened to them all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know, um, have read receipts on and then like respond all the time. And then once in a while, just don't respond, but have it read. I feel like I've literally heard this advice before. Yeah. <laughs> Probably tried this one out a time or two. And so I remember I turned on my read receipts and I like just gotten on dating apps and stuff. And I do remember like leaving a guy on read for a while and he like kept messaging me and I was like, Oh, it's working. <laughs> wow. And that was consistent or just like here and there it would be quote unquote working, which is what is working. I don't know. Just that he's following up. I I wonder like in the beginning, the first time around when I dated Ozzy, I would kind of play a lot of games with him and I would leave him on red all the time. I wonder like I like I don't want to know if it fucked with his head at all, but he's also the type where I could see him being like, I literally don't give a shit. Right, right, (laughs) right. But I'm sure a lot of guys do. Noticing, but I do remember this guy like kind of like kept messaging me and I could I could see it in his head. I like I could see it playing out where he's like, Uh I know she read it. Like, I know she read it. Like, why of didn't she course. respond? Like, was that, like, not worthy of a response? Should I send something else that is worthy of a response? Uh-huh. And the feeling of power that it gave me. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, I see that. But but then you have to apply it to everyone in your phone in your phone book, I was going to say. But people don't Whoa. say that anymore. In your, <laughs> in your Rolodex? <laughs> yeah. Everyone in your Rolodex. Like, like me you know, or yeah. a friend. Well, but now I actually do like having it on for my friends for the reason that like was a lie. It's just sometimes like <laughs> now it, you're genuinely busy. Yeah. Like yeah. Well, not even busy. It's just like, if I don't respond, but you know that I read it, you know that I got the information. That's a great point. Okay. And I like that level of transparency, but yes. then I have also turned off red receipts for people before because you can turn it off individually yes you can manually do it okay yeah because i have like a few friends that are just really annoying Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah i know they don't listen (laughs) (laughs) so i've turned off red receipts for select people before because i'm like i don't want them to know that i'm reading like the thirteen thousand messages and not responding i want to keep them right a little bit of to be so. clear you can see them without opening them if they're like on your lock screen your home screen right yes. i've always like you you can technically not open the message and have yes read. okay yes you can and that's an important um, caveat the only thing is like i get a little crazy about not wanting that little one next to my messages okay so that's why i'll turn it off for certain people if i know they're going to message a million times and i don't want to like, open the <laughs> message okay. so i'll turn it off for those people the other thing i've done is i've muted people before do and it all the time specifically guys that i'm really into me too and i hate <laughs> like if i'm like like i used to do this with ozzy a lot the first time around when we were dating and um, like when we were just seeing each other before we were together together and stuff mm-hmm. the first time around i'd get like irritated that i wasn't hearing from him enough and i would hate the feeling of 
like someone texting you and you being like, oh my God, it might be him. And it's not him. So I just put him on mute so that if I got a text alert, I wouldn't get excited that it could Uh be him. But the thing is when you mute them, then like the only way to see the message is to actually open it up and read it. So then I would like also turn off red receipts or I'd leave them on if I wanted to leave them on red. I mean, I just like, I'd play all sorts of like bizarre. I honestly don't think he was like privy to any of it. Like the amount of effort and thought Uh that I would put into like, I'm going to click, I'm going to open the message now and like leave him on. (laughs) Like like, I'm pretty sure he has literally no idea. Like he's probably just like, I don't know what's going on with her. The things we do that men just probably literally have no No idea. idea. It's shocking. Yeah. Yeah. It's really shocking. Like he's just out here. I also. Do you want to hang out or not? Yeah. (laughs) Like just, okay, no, that's cool too. Right. (laughs) I also do the muting thing if I'm really into someone. It Mm -hmm. just. Rather than pick up – every time you pick up your phone and expect to see their name, it just – you could purposely go to your messages to see if they texted you, but you don't need to constantly be on your phone and be, like, seeing if they're reaching out to you in real time. And then, like, you get to choose when you want to get let down. Yeah. But then the most (sighs) exciting thing would be when you – like unlock your phone and like you hadn't um, gotten anything on the lock screen and then you see there's like a little one next to your that messages but sometimes i don't know if apple does this like it will just be a message that like didn't show up on my home oh screen oh my god i know and then you just like just like, like shit start thinking about like how to you know, like really like <laughs> fuck with Apple. Like how can I take their stock down? Cause they just ruined my Like day. you should have not done that. Those were the best 10 seconds of my life. <laughs> but that's the thing with early dating. It's like what we're describing essentially is physiologically similar to what like heroin addicts go through it's so when true. they're in withdrawal it's so true. and then get the hit of heroin. Like yes. that's really like in your brain that like dopamine game, right? Like it's like you feel like you're dying and then you get that hit from the, oh, no, there's, nothing there's nothing like, nothing it. like it. <laughs> there's really, there are so <laughs> many highs and so many lows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think when you're getting to know someone I mean, it's so, I've been thinking of this a lot. Like my friend and I talk about this often. People's tolerance and threshold and expectation for texting is so different. Mm -hmm. Like I was dating someone and they went away. We were dating for like four months and they went to Austin with their friends. Mm -hmm. And I didn't hear from him for like four days and was spiraling. And I said to my therapist, this is crazy. If you like me, and I was pretty sure he was into me. Yeah. Why in the world, in what world? I just can't wrap my head around this. Would you think it's okay to go three to four days without speaking and not want to speak to me for that long? And my therapist who, you know, sometimes therapists are not supposed, they're not supposed to share too much with you about themselves. She does a great job of like selectively sharing things that she knows I need to hear from like a professional. <laughs> and she said, Lara, can I, ask, can I tell you something? And I said, sure. She said, I am that person where when I go away, my phone is not with me. I won't text my husband for like five days straight. And it was an issue when we were dating initially. And to hear this from like a clearly very securely attached profe- mm-hmm. mental health professional was mind boggling to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I would do the same thing. Like the first time around when I was seeing Ozzy, I would be like, well, you obviously like don't want to talk to me. Like you obviously don't care, like blah, blah. And what's funny is like, I don't really need to be talking to people all the time either. It's just to me, it's like a measure of does he like me or not? Like if I had known for a fact that he was into me, I wouldn't actually really care if we were talking. It's every so day true. Or not. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't like, I it's don't not about what you had for say. lunch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I don't, it's just a man. Like to me it was, and you know, you always hear like, well, we talked about this. If he wanted to, he would. Uh, right. Yeah. That type of uh-huh. shit. And you never really take a step back and be like, do I actually want this? And I don't want to give licensing to people listening to this who might be like, dating someone who really isn't doing the things Mm -hmm. and just looking for an excuse for him. That's not it. It's just, it's, 
I think you really have to be honest with yourself for about what you're looking for. And so when we, there was that first time around and then we stopped talking, I dated Van Guy and then Van Guy and I broke up and um, Ozzy and I started talking again. And that second time around, I was just like zero games, zero, mm-hmm. like I just gave so few shits like about anything romantic. All I cared about was career, which ironically is, you know, whatever, but like, I just like didn't care. I had no weight on it. And that time around, I was just very like, hey, I'm going to go crazy if I don't like hear from you every day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And was he receptive to that? I mean, clearly you guys are still together. Yeah. So he just, he would like make sure to text me every day and he was just around all the time. And he just, he like, he just knew. And then over time, I like didn't really need it anymore because I I had Mm -hmm. gotten that. Right. uh, You know, like I, I just, I was stopped doubting that he was yes. to me and at that point like I don't really care if we talk every day or not now we're just like totally living it's together, not about so. what you had for lunch yeah <laughs> yeah like I, I don't you know I'm good on that now yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh I love that I've loved watching the evolution of your relationship it's so beautiful yeah yeah that's no, great it's a that's good one nice. yeah okay but that also reminds me of something we were talking about before recording yes. which was um people updating their dating app profiles. yes okay so i remember on the same podcast that i got the beautiful advice about putting on red receipts okay <laughs> um they talked about like checking in on people you've matched with to see if they're updating their dating app profile because if they are they're probably like still pretty active on the app right versus if they're not Mm -hmm. then you know they might not really be touching it or it just might be as it is and Mm -hmm. I remember I used to like if I liked a guy I would kind of purposely start updating my dating app profile <gasps> in hopes that they would see Wait, that I was updating. That is a fascinating. I was just talking to my friend that I do the opposite. If I like someone, I would never want them to see. But 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 you were coming at it. Was this like a gamey? Yes, yes, type? a gamey like okay. oh like which I've been like there too. If, trust me. <laughs> not if like things were like stable and good, but if it was like if I was starting to spiral a little bit, like oh he might not be that into me, mm-hmm. then I would go and update my dating app profile right. so that he could be like oh shit like she's obviously talking to new people. She's yes. obviously trying to match with new people. Like ooh I better step up my game. Like that was my. Mm-hmm. Like, Sure. Thought process. Yes. Because I will say overall, I don't think it's that normal to be updating your dating app profile. It's also kind of a turn off when a guy that, I mean, how many dates are we talking? Like after one date or two dates or three dates? Like after how long is it acceptable to update your dating profile? After one date, sure. Mm -hmm. You know, if you've been dating someone for like two months, to me, that's kind of red flaggy and it's just kind of a turnoff like you really liked this new picture of you so you just threw it up there like it's kind of lame to me you know I don't know a lot of people who let's take all games out of it Uh uh-huh are updating their dating app on the right like it's not instagram you know what <laughs> right, I mean? it's right. not like like we don't need your active story like i just right. most people i know make a profile and that's it right they're like really not i agree at, at all unless something specific changes like i've had friends change their profile to be like a little bit more authentic maybe like their original profile was kind of like trying to be a bit more of a cool girl and then they're like you know what no i want to make it very clear that i really want that's awesome it. you know what i mean yeah. something like that i see like a big change or maybe you've had it for a few years you want to update some of the photos but it's not something people are just constantly updating so if someone's updating it all the time I don't know I'm just telling you like personally if I was updating it regularly I was trying to fuck with someone I had already matched with that is fascinating well this came up because this guy I mean I've literally just started seeing him, but I know he went to another city within the US. Mm-hmm. And then very recently <laughs> I saw a picture of him in said city on his Bumble profile. And in my head, I was just like, that's super lame. You just like really liked this picture of you. And I don't know. I just A, it did make me a little bit like anxious. Mm-hmm. And B, but maybe he's trying to be like get a ride. I don't know what the goal is, but it's it's really nice to hear other people's perspectives yeah. of why they did it. 
I'm not saying he necessarily is. I'm just telling you who knows. I did. Yeah. That was my exact intention because again, I don't I'm like, I don't know. Maybe he just really liked this photo. I don't know. Right. Like, didn't you say he was like regularly updating it? Before we met. So we had matched in like January mm-hmm. and talked very lightly about the pronunciation of my name, actually. Oh. <laughs> he was like Lara Croft and I sent him a voice note. Whatever. <laughs> Clearly a conversation started in my life. Mm-hmm. And then he just, he kind of stopped responding. Um, and I was telling him about this very like, gosh, this is such a lame um, habit to admit. But sometimes when I'm bored on Bumble, I'll just like scroll through past matches and just kind of like see where they're at. Because you know how you can mm-hmm. see their location on Bumble. Mm-hmm. So it's like Matt, who I haven't talked to in like eight months. Where is he at? Is he in California? Is he in Ohio? What's he doing? So I would just casually look at his profile like mm-hmm. in the car or in line just like to see what he's doing and he was always in another city like every like week that I would check mm-hmm. and in, and I just filed him under just like a jet setter guy who's like mm-hmm. updating pics and moving cities and I never thought I would actually go out with this guy and then he reached out and was like sorry for the six month delay or however long mm-hmm. And I thought it would just be like fun and funny. And then I was like, wait, he's kind of a cool person. And that's bothering me because now I kind of like like him. But I have this image of him in my head as like this jet setter man. So I'm trying to reconcile the two a little bit of like, is this a trustworthy human or can I go off of like very lame Bumble context that's in my head? Well, why would a jet setter man not be a trustworthy human? Good Great pushback there. Or good question. Like, why is that? I don't know if that was a leading question, but that head. was a good one. Um, to me, it just feels like you're non-committal and you're always on the go. But that is, you're right, a total assumption that I'm making based on. I mean, I'm a I'm a little bit of a jet setter, right. to be honest. Yeah, don't so, you like Sag Rising, Sag Moon? Something yes, like that? yes. Yeah. Sag Moon, I think. Thank you, NYU birth certificate. <laughs> so he could have been looking at I was in LA. I was in Mexico. I was all yeah. over the map too. That is a very good point. Um, I don't know. I just categorize them as like, you're all over the place. You're not going to want to commit. But like, that's really not a fair assumption. Well, a lot of people who are want someone to do it with. That's a great point. <laughs> like, I mean, it's just, it's a different <sighs> lifestyle, but I don't think it speaks to their commitment level. Like right, I will say right. Van guy is like very nomadic. Like he really uh-huh. wants to have like a very nomadic life. He is the most committal human being I've <gasps> ever met in my entire Fascinating. life. Fascinating. He just wants a partner on that ride. Yeah. Wow. He, he wants nothing more. Wow. That's than so... to have a partner to do that with. Why do I associate the two? That's so unfair of me because you know what? I am also kind of that person. Yes, I'm not like traveling the world in a van. I'm not that cool (laughs) to be very clear. Um, But I am kind of, you know, I'm a traveler. I've lived a lot of places. And an insecurity of mine actually in dating is that men will think that I am that way. Like, oh, she probably doesn't want anything serious. She's like all over the place. Right. So Maybe I'm just totally projecting. Well, and do you think it could be, like, sorry to say this, but a little bit of shadow? Like, maybe you, yeah, you know, you have some avoidant tendencies. Also, if you don't know what we're talking about, when we say avoidant, anxious, et cetera, listen to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. A great one. On attachment styles. Um, but, like, do you think maybe it's, like, a little bit of, like, shadow around, like, your own commitment stuff? And 100%. so you see other people who also travel and you're like, well, they- <laughs> I did it until this very moment. <laughs> so, yes, I am admittedly tend to lean avoidant. Mm-hmm. I am – sorry, there's two types of avoidant. Mm-hmm. One is what, – what are they again? Dismissive and fearful. I am fearful avoidant. So yeah. I feel all of the feelings. In fact, I feel a lot of feelings I'm sure anxious people feel. Mm-hmm. I just deal with them very avoidantly. Yeah. Where as soon as I start to feel someone is too much or too travel or too <laughs> on the go, I just – pick up my, I'll just, you know, casually stop responding or like be really short mm-hmm. to just be like, this isn't going to work for me. Yeah. Um, And I do think that, yeah, there's a ton of shadow around just like feeling like I'm, you know, maybe a guy thinks that I'm not going to want to settle down because mm-hmm. I do have an independent like traveling lifestyle. Yeah. And maybe I, 
I'm projecting that onto guys who could be the same but actually right. want something serious. That's a very good point. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is a this is a light bulb <laughs> moment. <laughs> That's what we do on blush. This is a light bulb moment. You can't see it, but there is a light bulb (laughs) above my head. Yeah, I think, I mean, for sure. I think shadow work is so complicated, right? We don't realize all of the stuff that we're harboring Mm -hmm. and projecting onto other people. Yeah. Yeah, constantly. Yeah. I have it all the time. Even, um, this is such like a dumb example of shadow. So for anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, There's an episode I did really diving deep into shadow. I don't remember what episode number it is or what it's called, but um, (laughs) super helpful. It's one of the last ones of 2021. I know that. It was like probably December of 2021. Okay. Narrows it down. Yeah. Um, But it's basically this concept of when you're kind of triggered by other people or like judging something in them. Often it's a trait that you have in yourself that you're just suppressing because in childhood you somehow received messaging that this trait is unacceptable. Mm-hmm. So I, ooh, I'm going to just really throw him under the bus, but he hasn't listened in a while. So Ozzy did this thing <laughs> recently where I was watching Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And listen, like, I think reality TV is great for shadow work because I think it's really easy to judge people on reality TV and like yes. no one really is going to be like you're wrong for judging them right? that is because fascinating you think of them as like trash yeah right? it's it's like trash judge TV. away yeah, yeah. Like, it's like we have full licensing to judge uh-huh. so you can judge all you want but I would still say if you're judging there's probably something there and I remember mm-hmm. Ozzy goes Uh, it's just like the worst people and I was like why do you say that and he's like I mean they're just like fame whores blah blah and I was like so what's wrong with them wanting to be famous and I was like is that like a shadow of yours yeah like what like who told you there's something wrong with wanting to be famous like he's like this is what's wrong with society I was like what people wanting to be like who who cares Uh uh-huh why does it bother you that they want to be famous? Like what, like totally. in what way does it affect your life? Like yeah. why? Like uh-huh. literally, like I'm not saying it's like the most noble of pursuits. Like I'm not saying it's up there with like right. wanting to cure cancer. Right. But I am saying like, I don't like, I don't judge it. Who cares? Like sure, they want to be famous, like whatever. Like mm-hmm. who cares? You yes. Know? But like the way you're saying it with judgment leads me to believe that there's something that you're suppressing within yourself. Like someone once told you, that like it's not okay to want to be famous. Yes. <laughs> and was it the case? Like, did you go deeper or was it just kind of like, okay, well, let's think was, on that? Well, I didn't like, I could think <laughs> up on the Let's I take it back it from was. age 10. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was like, I wonder what they're embodying that you're suppressing in yeah. yourself. And he was like, I didn't say like it was that specifically. I just could tell what it was because he had made that fame whore comment. And also, yeah. I know he's a Leo rising. And like Leo Risings tend to want to be seen. Like that's just a trait that's within Leo Risings. And I know that he really suppresses that because he won't come on the podcast, even though I think he would really enjoy it. Oh, yeah. So like <laughs> I just like I had that background, but I didn't say what it was. I was just like, I wonder what they're embodying. Yeah. Suppressing it within yourself. And he was like, okay. That is <laughs> fascinating. Yeah, it's so true. And I never thought about that about reality TV. Like what a what a deep meaningful way to to Watch leverage reality, reality yeah. tv <laughs> i do it all the time yeah because like i'll like notice someone and i'll be like oh my god like i hate her she's so lame and then oh I'm same like, i know exactly what type of persona i'm trying to think of an exact are we allowed to like to talk about yeah. okay <laughs> It's usually the the girl who's like really together and really organized and like very like stick straight hair and mm. perfectly put together. That is that I often find very annoying. Mm. Um, and I've come to realize as I've like worked on my own shadow and my own stuff that that is just like not me. Like I'm not the girl who's like super organized. Like I'm pretty, mm-hmm. I'm kind of messy. <laughs> and so it's usually that type of character for me. Mm. What about you? Is there like a theme in terms of who typically pushes your buttons a little bit? Okay. The biggest one I've had is, and I'll just name her. It was Sheena Shea on Vanderpump Rules. 
Yes. She would really bother me. And it took a I loved that long gem. time. Oh, God. It's so, so good. I mean, it has fallen off, but yeah. it's so good. Yeah. So good. Um, It took a long time. Like, I just would be like, oh, like, she's so lame or like she tries so hard or she's so insecure. But those are all very vague terms, you know, like mm. even insecure. It's like, what does that really mean? Like, what is she insecure about? Like what, you know? And it took a while. There were a lot of little things, but the big one that really stuck out or like the biggest of the little things was she, like if someone kind of criticized her for something, she would just change what she was doing to accommodate that person without actually internalizing it and maybe actually change. Okay. So for example, there was a point where people were like, you're bouncing from guy to guy too much. Like you should just be single for a while. And so she, then the next summer comes back and she's like, I'm going to be single. 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 And you could tell it wasn't like authentically what she wanted. It was just, she had internalized this feedback and Mm -hmm. she's like, or she hadn't internalized it. She just had heard it. And she's like, everyone told me to be single. So I should be single. And so I'm just (laughs) going to be like the most over the top about being single. Yes. But you could tell it wasn't like authentic to her. Like she wasn't actually like actually really doing it she still had all these guys that she was talking to but and then I realized it was like really people pleasing at the end of the day it was a form of people pleasing where she couldn't Mm -hmm. just like really sit back and think she just constantly needed the approval of other people around her yes and it came off as so cringy to Mm -hmm. me because I did the same shit that is a perfect example of shadowy stuff. Yeah, yeah. And that is, and I also have people pleasing shadow stuff too. Yeah. So that is cringy behavior all around. Yeah. But yeah. I had another one recently with this influencer, and she's not even like that big of an influencer, which is something that's a whole separate thing that I'll get into. <laughs> the fact that I say that. But um she had said something about how she didn't know like she had she doesn't have a good shampoo so she's like any rex i'll take and so i dm'd her the one that i use that i really really like and she goes oh my god i really hate it and i thought it was like the most off-putting way you could respond like i get like it not working for you like i get like it doesn't but she's like oh my god i really hate it it's like, <laughs> just so extreme and i was like You're like i just took 30 seconds to send you my shampoo that i love and you just shut it down <laughs> like it's like not like hey i tried it and it didn't yeah. work for me it was like i Ooh, really i don't it. like that at all <laughs> no more shampoo recs for you <laughs> but then i was like okay like and i i don't think i'm wrong i do think it was like an overly dramatic response yeah. but i was like i think i'm put off by it more than i should be i think there's some shadow here and i think it's like being overly dramatic as the shadow. And I think I have a tendency to do that where it's like something minorly isn't going my way. And I'm like, no, 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 no I hate this. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, it's like, it, it just seems overly dramatic to like, to a totally recommendation that <laughs> yeah. hasn't worked for you to be like, no, I hate it. <laughs> so it's just a general like, off-putting, but yes. Like it just feels a little bit like, uh-huh. helpless and like woe is me like I can't find the right shampoo like no I hate this like everyone's <laughs> recommended it I hate it. and like I do it I do that same thing and that's why it right. was so off-putting to me that's so funny <laughs> it's also the opposite of people pleasing to be like yes. I hate it not like oh thanks so much I'll try it like she didn't have any sugar coating there. No. She just said what she felt about your shampoo. Well, and which is, I think it points to something that I do too, which is like oscillate. And I think the opposite of people pleasing isn't like being that. I think the opposite is just being neutral, right? Totally. And I think I tend to vacillate yes. between these two extremes of either really, really trying or uh-huh. like just being like, a bit same that is such a good point yes there is a happy medium and that is the true opposite of people pleasing 
not like, well, I don't want to go. So like just freaking out on people. Yes. Yeah. Like I think like people yeah. quote unquote displeasing is just another form of people. It's, and it's also just like temper tantrum-y, yes, right? It's yes, like, exactly. I'll just say exactly what I want because this is what I want. But that's, that's just like, no, that's not really the opposite of people. Please. That's a very good point. I often do that too, where like, I'm going to say exactly what I want in work or in life and relationships. And it's like, then I feel just as icky yes. as if I was just like, okay, sure. Cause I'm like so aggressive about it. I don't really like that word, but like, you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I guess the true opposite of people pleasing is just, nope, not for me. I'm so sorry. You know, just like yeah, a, there's a yeah. calm medium. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I think that like, it was like triggering that shadow in me specifically. And yeah, I, I see this in myself a lot and I've seen it in other people. There's a girl that I used to be friends with in high school, mostly a little bit in college, a little bit after or whatever. Um, but she, I remember people really, really didn't like her and I didn't like her until I really got to know her. And this was in high school. And then when I really got to know her, I was like, oh my God, no, she's like actually so cool. And I would like try to encourage people to get to know her because she's like sweet, genuine, fun, like loyal, like really like all the things, but she was so off-putting. And then um, like kind of more recently, we became friends again and then stopped. And then I was thinking about it in the context of this because she was always like, oh, I'm so not a people pleaser. And I was like, yeah, you're really not. And like the reason people didn't like her is because she was like, not even not people pleasing. She was like people displeasing. Right. Like she like right. went out of her way to be contrarian yes. and like really not agreeable with the social norms right. of any <laughs> dynamic. <gasps> and what's funny is I think she actually deep down has all the same insecurities as people pleasers, but I think the way that she manifests it is by being contrarian because mm -hmm. I think it's, it's easier to be contrarian and not liked than to try totally and not liked. And so, but it all comes back, whether you're people pleasing or you're people displeasing, mm -hmm. it all comes back to just wanting to be liked and it be t being terrifying that to is not be liked. So true. Like it takes like work to find that sweet spot of not being people pleasing, mm -hmm. but not being too contrarian. And that's why sometimes people just don't do it because it's harder to yeah. like, it takes more EQ <laughs> yeah. to be like, okay, I know this is not everyone's opinion. Let me think of how to phrase this a little bit better, but not spend too much time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think, yeah, people just fall into these extremes a lot of the time. Yeah. 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 Because also if you're, I think the hardest thing probably is to be rejected for who you are. Yeah. So whether you're people pleasing or you're people displeasing, quote unquote, you're, if that's rejected, you're rejected for something that you're actually not. But to like really just be yourself, be your authentic self, yes. and then that gets rejected, that's a lot harder. That's so true. I think of all the times I like faked being passionate about things that I didn't really care about. Yeah. It's like, okay, if people don't like it, I actually don't really care. Versus someone that's like born out of your soul mm -hmm. is way more vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gosh, the many colors of people pleasing. Yeah. I really think it's one of those things like, you know how with codependency, they say if you're like a hyper independent person, it's actually a form of codependency. Yes. I think it's the same thing with people pleasing. I think Ooh. if you're people, again, quote That's unquote good. displeasing, I think it's just a symptom of the same thing. You're wow. just taking it to the other extreme. Yes. Does this apply to like all extremes in the world that like I think so. the equal but opposite kind of thing? I think so. Because like I think hate is another form of love. Of course. Like the opposite of love isn't hate. It's yes. I think that's a quote it's, from I Red. Shit. I think that's a quote <laughs> really? from Red. Yeah. I haven't seen Red. Is it a musical? <laughs> yes. Okay, oh my yeah. gosh. We'll I've talk about that it. offline. <laughs> but I think it's literally, yeah, I mean, I think it's like a quote. Yeah. Hate is just another form of love. Yeah. Yes. Like think of trolls. Trolls start as super fans. They yes. just get annoyed that they're not getting the love right. back. They're not owning you. So they turn into trolls. And but like, you're no spending one's... just as much time on that person's yeah. page as someone who loves them. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> wow, extremes, man. They're fascinating. Yeah. <gasps> like, I think the key to life is balance. And it's just, it's not a trait I'm good at. Like, I oh, fall no. all the time. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I walked too. into a pole the other day. <laughs> I'm sorry, quit literally falling, okay? <laughs> no, but I mean, I'm, you know. But no, seriously, like, I, it's, I, like, I want to embody more balance because the extremes are always, I, I think it's the same thing with most things. Gosh, the yeah. are symptoms of the same thing. Well, yeah, I feel like in society, we feel like we have to pick a side all the mm-hmm. time. If I don't pick a side, I, I was always very actually shadowy about coming across as too flexible and too aloof. And so then I hit an age, probably my, like when I turned 30 ish, where I was like, no, this will be the year that I pick sides and have a quote unquote, like stronger personality mm-hmm. when it's like, it wasn't authentic. Cause sometimes I literally just didn't give a shit. And like, yeah. that would have been more honest than like, oh, we have to do this or we have to do this. Or I really like this or really, versus just like, nope, this is okay. Let's do that kind mm-hmm. of thing, which is true to me. Like, I guess I'm not, I'm not like, I don't know. I have opinions, but like. Not about every single thing, you know? Right, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Yeah, for sure. I yeah. love that. I, me too. And, like, I think sometimes I've seen people have strong opinions about things, and I'm like, oh, that's so cool. I should say like Yeah, I love that person. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the person that's, like, wavering as much as that, as the person who knows exactly what they want. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. <laughs> but then I see people <gasps> who are able to – be flexible about certain things and that's a really likable trait too good point like yes. i think it's so cool when someone's able to change their mind oh, yes yes i completely agree that's like an attractive quality absolutely yeah yeah but yeah i don't know at the end of the day there's nothing more attractive than like truly being yourself and i think it's so much more loaded than like just saying like, oh, be yourself because ourselves at the end of the day has had like 20, 30 plus years mm-hmm. of seeing shit around us and being like, this is what's acceptable. This mm-hmm. is what's lovable. This is what's nice. This yeah. is what I should be. And it's really fucking hard to strip back all those layers of conditioning and be like, okay, what am I actually? Yes. If I separate out everyone that I went to school with who I thought was cool and likable and pretty and this and that, if Uh I take away the way my parents behaved that I liked and the way they behaved that I didn't like, if I take away all the people I've seen on TV and social media, et cetera, who do various things, what's actually left? It's so true. And like, do I actually want this thing? Or, you know, like I'm in my 30s and dating and it's like for so long, I was just like, oh, I got to get married and have babies like ASAP because that's what Mm -hmm. I was seeing. And it wasn't until I just embraced like, yes, I do. I still want those things. But like I'm taking my time and I'm enjoying where I'm at. And there's just such power in that versus Mm -hmm. like this anxiety because that's just not an enjoyable experience for anyone. And Yeah, I think embracing, like, is this for me? Because I'm having fun right now in this Mm -hmm. place that, like, maybe other people aren't. But I actually do enjoy it. So, yeah, I love that. Just, like, owning where you're at and Mm -hmm. what you want. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, I I have so few actionable, like, steps for how to get there. But I think it's for everything that you think you want or you think you think think or you think you are maybe stop at one point and be like is this actually true to me or did I somewhere receive a message because I can't tell you how many things like I remember I used to be like really into elephants and it took a while and I mean I still think they're like beautiful majestic creatures Uh but I realized I had a friend in college who was really into elephants and I thought she was like the coolest thing and I was like I should absorb like her thing fascinating yep And, like, I bet so many of our likes, interests, desires can be traced back to something we once saw. A hundred percent. That we thought was likable and we were, like, our brains are just, like, this is what society will accept and our brains are just hardwired to want Mm -hmm. to be accepted by society because that's historically how you stayed alive. Yeah, that's a great point. I think another tip, quote unquote, is... Like, I didn't start getting in touch with what I wanted once I got in touch with, like, my body and myself and started treating myself well. 
Because from that place, it's so much easier to say, like, this feels right in my bones Mm -hmm. versus when I wasn't, like, eating as well or or exercising, which are things that bring me so much joy. Mm -hmm. I was just constantly outside of myself or meditating, which I try and do every day. It's Mm -hmm. like once I got in tune with, like, whoa, this feels like a good thing in my body, that's – I can work from that place versus, like, this looks good, this looks good. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? It's, like, constantly outside of yourself. So for me, this works for me. It's like getting in tune with your body and yourself mm-hmm. and working from that place of like, is this a yes or is this a no versus kind of scatterbrain just picking at at things outside of, of who you are. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, our bodies hold so much wisdom. So much wisdom. That our brains don't. Mm-hmm. And because I just, our brains are just like they're going too fast. There's yes. too much. Right. Too much stimulation versus like, does this feel good in my body? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think this is a good place to wrap up. Okay. Um, Like homework assignment for anyone who's <laughs> Get in the habit of like really listening to your body and like really like maybe once in a while just question something that you think is like truly a part of you and see is this actually or did I receive this message from somewhere? Yeah. And maybe you receive this message and it is true. I mean, listen, I still think elephants are fucking cool even though I like now fully see that I just yeah. uh, absorbed something from someone else. That doesn't, they don't, two things can be true at the same time. Right. But like really tap into your body, really try to get out of your head and like really go into your core. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Elephants are pretty cool. They are. You know, yeah. it's a very um, matriarch. I don't know how to say that word. Matriarchical. Matriarchical. <laughs> don't quote us on that one, guys. <laughs> they, like the men just go off and like the women raise, uh, like the women lead the tribe. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. They also play games. In like, re- with red receipts? <laughs> <laughs> these these kinds of games? <laughs> Fuck boy elephants are running around and they're like is trying the, to make the shows. Is the podcast you heard this on like <laughs> Elephants Incorporated? <laughs> How to learn to play fuckboy games by elephants. <laughs> A society where women rule the world. <laughs> what we can learn uh, from elephants. <laughs> Fuck the patriarchy ladies, by elephants. Yeah. Ladies, make sure that you are up to speed on the elephant mind games. They play like games, like like fun games. Okay, okay, okay. Not psychological. No, 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 they just like like to like they're fun. Like they they like to laugh as creatures. They oh, like that's to cool. Around. Okay, yeah. way cooler than red rosy kind of games. <laughs> and with that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Lara, thank you so much for joining oh, us. Thank this you. has been so much fun. We'll have to have you back. Um, everyone listening, if you enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review, uh, share, rate, review, subscribe, all the things. Love you guys. See you next week. See you next week. Thank you. Thank you.